Hi, I am Father Jerome. It's edition of Don Bosco. Let's pray the prayer of the church. Let's pray the office of readings today. Today is the 17th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Let us pray. Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Alleluia. Psalm 24 The Lord says the earth and its fullness, the world and all its peoples, it is he who set it on the seas, on the waters he made it firm. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him, seek the face of the God of Jacob. O gates, lift higher head, grow higher ancient doors, let him enter the King of glory. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, the mighty, the valiant, the Lord, the valiant in war. O gates, lift higher heads, grow higher ancient doors, let him enter the King of glory. Who is he, the King of glory? He, the Lord of armies, he is the King of glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Alleluia. Psalmody See how the cross of the Lord stands, revealed as the tree of life. Psalm 1 Happy indeed is the man who follows not the counsel of the wicked, nor lingers in the way of sinners, nor sits in the company of scorners, but whose delight is the law of the Lord, and who ponders his law day and night. He is like a tree that is planted beside the flowing waters, that yields its fruit in due season, and whose leaves shall never fade. And all that he does shall prosper. Not so are the wicked, not so. For they like winnowed chaff shall be driven away by the wind. When the wicked are judged, they shall not stand, nor find room among those who are just. For the Lord guards the way of the just, but the way of the wicked leads to doom. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Psalm Prayer Lord, you are the fullness of life, of holiness, and of joy. Fill our days and nights with the love of your wisdom, that we may be bear fruit in the beauty of holiness, like a tree watered by running streams. See how the cross of the Lord stands revealed as the tree of life. Here is a king of my own choosing who will rule on Mount Zion. Psalm 2 Why this tumult among nations? 
among peoples of this useless murmuring. They arise, the kings of the earth, princes plot against the Lord and his anointed. Come, let us break their fetters. Come, let us cast off their yoke. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord is laughing them to scorn. Then he will speak in his anger. His rage will strike them with terror. It is I who have set up my king on Zion, my holy mountain. I will announce the decree of the Lord. The Lord said to me, You are my son. It is I who have begotten you this day. As and I shall bequeath you the nations. Put the ends of the earth in your possession. With a rod of iron you will break them, shatter them like a potter's jar. Now, O kings, understand. Take warning, rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with awe and trembling. Pay him your homage, as he be angry and you perish. For suddenly his anger will, will blaze. Blessed are they who put their trust in God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Psalm Prayer Lord God, you gave the peoples of the world to be the inheritance of your only Son. You crowned him as King of Zion, your holy city, and gave him your church as to be his bride. As he proclaims the law of your eternal kingdom, may we serve him faithfully and so share his royal power forever. Here is a king of my own choosing who will rule on Mount Zion. Lord, you are my protector. You have raised me up in glory. Psalm 3 How many are my foes, O Lord? How many are rising up against me? How many are saying about me, there is no help for him in God. But you, Lord, are a shield about me, my glory, who lift up my head. I cry aloud to the Lord. He answers from his holy mountain. I lie down to rest and I sleep. I wake, for the Lord upholds me. I will not fear even thousands of people who are ranged on every side against me. Arise, Lord, save me, my God. You who strike all my foes on the mouth, you who break the teeth of the wicked, O Lord of salvation, bless your people. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Psalm Prayer Lord God, you heard the cry of your Son when he was oppressed and saved him from the sleep of death. Arise, Lord, help your church, be its shield, so that it may hold up its head and radiate the glory of the resurrection. Lord, you are my protector. You have raised me up in glory. May the word of Christ ever fill your hearts. Share with one another the wisdom you receive. First reading from the second letter of the Apostle Paul to the Corinthians. Make room for us. We have not wronged anyone or ruined anyone or taken advantage of anyone. I do not say this in condemnation, for I have already said that you are in our hearts, that we may die together and live together. 
I have great confidence in you. I have great pride in you. I am filled with encouragement. I am overflowing with joy all the more because of all our affliction. For even when we came into Macedonia, our flesh had no rest, but we were afflicted in every way, external conflicts, internal fears. But God, who encourages the downcast, encouraged us by the arrival of Titus, and not only by his arrival, but also by the encouragement with which he was encouraged in regard to you, as he told us of your yearning, your lament, your zeal for me, so that I rejoiced even more. For even if I saddened you by my letter, I do not regret it. And if I did regret it, for I see that that letter saddened you, if only for a while, I rejoice now, not because you were saddened, but because you were saddened into repentance. For you were saddened in a godly way, so that you did not suffer loss in anything because of us. For godly sorrow produces a salutary repentance without regret, but worldly sorrow produces death. For behold, what earnestness this godly sorrow has produced for you, as well as readiness for a defense and, in, and indignation and fear and yearning and zeal and punishment. In every way you have shown yourselves to be innocent in the matter. So then even though I wrote to you, it was not on account of the one who did the wrong or on account of the one who suffered the wrong, but in order that your concern for us might be made plain to you in the sight of God. For this reason, we are encouraged. And besides our encouragement, we rejoice even more because of the joy of Titus, since his spirit has been refreshed by all of you. For if I have boasted to him about you, I was not put to shame. No, just as everything we said to you was true, so our boasting before Titus proved to be the truth, and his heart goes out to you all the more, as he remembers the obedience of all of you when you received him with fear and trembling. I rejoice because I have confidence in you in every respect. Responsory the sorrow God sends us produces a repentance that leads to salvation, but worldly sorrow brings death. Our sorrow was used by God, and so we suffered no less, but worldly sorrow brings death. Second reading. From a homily on the second letter to the Corinthians by St. John Chrysostom, Bishop. Again, Paul turns to speak of love, softening the harshness of his rebuke. For after convicting and reproaching them for not loving him as he had loved them, breaking away from his love and attaching themselves to troublemakers, he again takes the edge off the reproach by saying, Open your hearts to us, that is, love us. He asks for a favor which will be no burden to them, but will be more profitable to the giver 
than to the receiver. He did not use the word love, but said more appealingly, open your hearts to us. Who, he said, has cast us out of your minds, thrusts us from your hearts? How is it that you feel constrained with us? For since he had said earlier, you are restricted in your own affection, be now, he now declares himself more openly and says, open your hearts to us, thus once more drawing them toward him. For nothing so much wins love as the knowledge that one's lover desires most of all to be himself loved. For I said before, he tells them that you are in our hearts to die together or live together. This is love at its height, that even though in this favor, he wishes both to die and to live with them. For you are in our hearts, not just somehow or other, but in the way I have said. It is possible to love and yet to draw back when danger threatens. But my love is not like that. I am filled with consolation. What consolation? That which comes from you because you, being changed for the better, have consoled me by what you have done. It is natural for a lover both to complain that he is not loved in return and to fear that he may cause distress by complaining too much. Therefore, he says, I am filled with consolation. I rejoice exceedingly. It is as if he said, I was much grieved on your account, but you have made it up for me in full measure and given me comfort. For you have not only removed the cause for any grief, but filled me with a richer joy. Then he shows the greatness of that joy by saying, Not only I rejoice exceedingly, but also the words which follow in all my tribulations. So great, he says, was the delight that you gave me, and it was not even dimmed by so much tribulation, but overcame by its strength and keenness all those sorrows which had invaded my heart and took away from me all awareness of them. Responsory. I have I performed among you works that prove my apostleship in all patience with signs, wonders, and miracles. I will gladly spend myself to be spent for you in all patience with signs, wonders, and miracles. Tideum. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the eternal Father, all creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim, sing an endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white robe army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. 
You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not spurn the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come and be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, both with the prize of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Concluding Prayer Let us pray. God our Father and Protector, without you nothing is holy, nothing has value. Guide us to everlasting life by helping us to use wisely the blessings you have given to the world. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord and give Him thanks. Thank you for joining me in praying the Office of Readings today. Let us pray again tomorrow. If this helped you in any way, please share it with your friends. If you are my brother priest or deacon, I hope I have accompanied you well in prayer today. That's all for now. Stay safe. God bless. Mary, help of Christians, pray for us.